Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money maker. Play the game and you could win money, up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Today is Thursday, September 3rd, 2020. On this day in 2012, the self-proclaimed Messiah, accused of cult-like behavior, Sun Myung Moon, died at the age of 92. His death ignited a power struggle over who should take his place at the head of the Unification Church, or the Moonies, as they're sometimes called. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Today we're covering the death of notorious religious leader Sun Myung Moon. Let's go back to South Korea on September 3rd, 2012, in the early hours before sunrise. Sun Myung Moon lay on a hospital bed in Gapyeong, South Korea, with a tube down his throat. For six decades, Moon's followers worshipped him as the second coming of Christ and humanity's savior. But now, the 92-year-old struggled to even breathe without the help of a ventilator. Moon had been in the hospital since he came down with a case of pneumonia in mid-August. Doctors reportedly gave him a 50% chance of survival, but for the past three weeks, his condition just got worse. At the Unification Church in nearby Seoul, his followers, known as Moonies, came together for an emotional service. While Moon lay in the hospital, hundreds of people filled the church, singing as tears streamed down their faces and praying for his fast recovery. But their prayers were not enough. In the early morning of September 3, 2012, Reverend Sun Myung Moon finally succumbed to the complications of his pneumonia. He died at 1.54 a.m., surrounded by his family. The group likely included his 32-year-old son, Hyung Jin, and Moon's wife, Hak Ja Han. As they all mourned the loss of their father, husband, and messiah, there was one burning question that presumably went unasked as they stood together in the hospital. Who would follow in his footsteps as the head of the church? It wasn't an easy spot to fill. Sun Myung Moon had spent his entire life building a global religious empire. He was born in 1920 in what later became North Korea. As a teenager, Moon claimed that he was visited by Jesus, who spoke to the boy in Korean and told him that the crucifixion interrupted Jesus' plan. It was up to Moon to finish what Jesus started. In 1954, 34-year-old Moon set out to do just that. He began preaching a mixture of Christianity, mysticism, and right-wing anti-communism, and quickly grew a following in his native Korea. He moved to upstate New York in 1972 and brought his cult to America. 
For the next two decades, Moon allegedly had as many as three million Moonies in the U.S. and around the globe. They also gained a reputation as a cult, with former members accusing Moon of brainwashing and exploiting his followers. The Moonies became famous for their initiation technique called love bombing, where they showered new recruits with attention to lure them in. The cult leader made headlines for Moon's mass weddings, where he married thousands of couples at once, many of them paired up by Moon himself. His influence went beyond his church as well. Moon's right-wing agenda brought him in contact with Richard Nixon and George H.W. Bush. As his political influence grew, so did his business ventures. Moon's church owned everything from titanium mines to professional sports teams to New York City hotels. He even poured almost $2 billion into his own conservative newspaper called The Washington Times, which he founded in 1982. Later that year, 62-year-old Moon was convicted of tax evasion and sentenced to 13 months in prison. When he was released, he called it his resurrection. By the 21st century, Sun Myung Moon and the Unification Church didn't have the same kind of global power or influence that it had in the 1970s and 80s, but it still controlled businesses around the world. In 2009, Moon chose his youngest son, a Harvard graduate named Hyung Jin, to be his heir and new head of the Unification Church. But after Moon died the morning of September 3, 2012, Hyung Jin suddenly found himself in a fierce battle for control of the cult against his own mother. Coming up, we dive into the aftermath of Moon's death. Hi, listeners. Here's a series I think you're really going to like. We all know that medical professionals are trained to give exceptional care. But what about those who use their skills not to heal, but hurt? In the new ParCast series, Medical Murders, you'll discover a disturbing diagnosis that not every doctor wants to extend your life. Every Wednesday, Medical Murders introduces you to the worst the medical community has to offer. Men and women who took an oath to save lives, but instead used their expertise to develop more sinister specialties. Join host Alastair Murden as he examines the formative years and motives of history's most infamous killers. Dissecting their medical backgrounds with expert analysis and professional insight provided by practicing MD, Dr. David Kipper. You'll investigate a wide range of heinous healthcare workers, like the general practitioner believed to be the most prolific serial killer in modern history, or the dentist who led a double life as a hitman, or even the doctor and gang member who mixed deadly potions for unhappy housewives to use on their husbands. When it comes to these true crime stories, the only thing the doctor ordered is murder. Follow Medical Murders free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Now back to the story. On September 3, 2012, Unification Church founder Sun Myung Moon died at the age of 92 and ignited a power struggle within his family over who should take over his role as the cult's leader. 
Moon's 32-year-old son, Hyung Jin, believed he was the next in line. In January 2009, he was officially named Moon's successor in a blessing ceremony. A year later, Moon again said Hyung Jin was his heir and that anyone who felt differently was a heretic. But once Moon was gone, everything changed. Just days after Sun Myung Moon's death, his widow, Hak Ja Han, sat down with Hyung Jin and allegedly told him she was God now. Hyung Jin tried to argue with her, but his mother's word was final. She was going to be the new head of the Unification Church, no matter what Moon had previously said. Over the next few months, she forced Hyung Jin out of the cult, exiled him to Pennsylvania, and then stopped taking his calls. With her son out of the picture, the woman who the Moonies called True Mother could finally claim her place as the cult's new leader. Hak Jahan was only 17 when she married then 40-year-old Sun Myung Moon in 1960. Back then, she had no idea that she would someday control a worldwide cult and its multi-billion dollar business empire. But as of this recording, she still oversees her husband's church. In the past eight years, Hak Jahan has married thousands of Moonies at her own mass wedding ceremonies at Seoul's Olympic Stadium and Madison Square Garden in New York City. Her followers call her the Co-Messiah. The most recent mass wedding took place in February 2020 in South Korea as coronavirus spread around the world. 30,000 Moonies gathered for the ceremony. Only a few wore masks. Meanwhile, Hyung Jin began his own version of his father's cult in Pennsylvania, but now they're armed. In his new version of the Unification Church, called the Sanctuary Church, Hyung Jin preaches the importance of owning a gun and calls Donald Trump God's representative. In March 2018, only weeks after the Parkland shooting, they asked their followers to bring their AR-15s to church to be blessed. Some showed up in crowns made of bullets. The Southern Poverty Law Center has placed the Sanctuary Church on their hate watch list. The followers are a far cry from the love-bombing Moonies of the 1970s. Sun Myung Moon may have died in 2012, but almost a decade later, the strange cult-like church he started in 1954 has managed to outlive him, for better or for worse. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. For more stories on renegade religious leaders, check out the ParCast original, Cults. Today in True Crime is a ParCast original. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast originals, like Today in True Crime, for free, from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. 
We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Joshua Kern. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by River Donahue, with writing assistance by Abigail Cannon. I'm Vanessa Richardson. Killer nurses, deranged doctors, mad scientists. Don't forget to check out the new ParCast original series, Medical Murders. Every Wednesday, meet the worst the medical community has to offer. Men and women who took an oath to save lives, but instead use their expertise to develop more sinister specialties. Follow Medical Murders free on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.